0: Welcome into Bearcat Rewind. Thank you for listening. This is episode number 49 of the podcast. And today we have one of the greatest running backs, not only in Northwest history, but Division II overall, Xavier Oman. Xavier holds program records for most rushing yards in a single game, single season, and career. Same across the board for touchdowns. But on top of that, in what he did just at Northwest Missouri State alone, He also holds NCAA Division II records for most rushing yards during the playoffs in a single season when he went for 771 in four games in 2007. That's more than 192 yards per game. Also, most attempts in a single postseason with 123 that also came in 2007. So 771 yards on 123 carries. That is 6.3 yards a pop. Those are eye-popping numbers when you think about a stretch of Four weeks in a football season, but not only four weeks, four weeks in the playoffs when you're supposed to be playing the best that the country has to offer, and Xavier went for 6.3 a carry, so those are ridiculous numbers for the playoffs, and also the longest rush in the playoffs, going for 98 yards against Grand Valley State in the 2007 national semifinal game at Bearcat Stadium, with the freezing rain coming down. I mean, it was an awesome setting for the football game, but then him going essentially untouched for 98 yards. I mean, an incredible career for Xavier Omont. And if the records weren't enough, of course, he was also an All-American in 2006 and 2007, a 2015 M-Club Hall of Fame inductee. So we are very excited to have Xavier joining us for today's podcast. Bearcat Rewind is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information is available on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu slash alumni. And also Clorinda Regional Health Center, offering support to Southwest Iowa and Northwest Missouri each day during times of uncertainty through a local team of providers and nurses. More information at com. Xavier Oman is our guest today, and of course, we discussed an incredible career at Northwest. We also talk about fatherhood and raising some kids that are naturally competitive. And despite being an offensive player, he had a special relationship with defensive coordinator Scott Bostwick, who actually recruited him out of Beatrice, Nebraska. Xavier has a good story on Coach Bostwick going up to watch him play in high school. A lot of great stuff coming from Xavier Oman in today's podcast. Let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode of Bearcat Rewind. One of the most legendary players to ever suit up in Northwest Missouri State, green and white, and run across Bearcat Stadium. It is Xavier Oman. Xavier, we appreciate you coming on and, and talking with us a little bit today. And What's this like? We're kind of in a, a weird state where we don't have Bearcat football and anything like that going on right now in the fall. Hoping to see some games scheduled a little bit later on, maybe uh, into November. But we still see some some Division One football, um, some NFL being played right now for yourself, a former Bearcat. What's this fall been like for you?
1: Uh, it's been weird. <laughs> I usually try to make it to, you know, the first and a couple, you know, one or two games at least a year, home games, and I uh, usually meet up with some of my teammates to go to a game, or former teammates, sorry, uh, former Bearcats to try to go to a game or two and just, you know, it's, it's weird. There's no games, and I see all these, like you said, the NFL and some college football games, but no no Bearcats games. It kind of takes the... Fun out of this season. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> Obviously, it's understandable, but it's very different.
0: You know, we've been going back and, and running some old Bearcat games, and still trying to get that fix a little bit of Northwest football. Do you ever pop a DVD in of some of your old, your old game tapes from uh, you know the 05, 08 area era, and watch some of those?
1: Um, no, honestly, I. <laughs> it's funny. My son is, is super. He's six. He's super into football, and he's oh my god, he's so much faster than I am. He's so <laughs> much more into football than I was at this age, but. He gets on YouTube actually and he watches some of my highlight stuff from, on YouTube and so every once in a while I hear he's in the back on the on a tablet or on the phone or something and I can hear the music in the background and him and him and my daughters are watching the highlights on YouTube and my daughter told me, you know, uh, Dad, you were fast. And I said, oh, <laughs> thank you, babe. She's like, well, but that was a long time ago. I think I can get you now. I was like, <laughs> 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 I said, okay, babe, that's fine. I'm, I hope you can. So that's about as much film as i watch on myself
0: anymore competitive kids they're they're growing up to be bearcats right
1: yeah their um mother um lauren played basketball northwest so they have in their blood dad and mom so i guess we'll see how that goes if they grow up and become Bearcats. but (laughs) yeah it's in their blood
0: so you're not going back and watching them yourselves necessarily but are there a couple of those highlights that you're kind of hoping that they'll they'll come across and watch and be like, "Dad, tell me about this play," or perhaps an untouched 98 yard touchdown run against Grand yeah. Valley State? A couple of those have to be, you know, work up a little bit of pride in you.
1: Um, you know, I'm not a individual stat person. I know it, I it racked up a lot of yards and a lot of career stats, um, but I'm just not that type of person. I enjoyed my time. I guess my memories are more. Celebrating with my teammates and enjoying just celebrating with my teammates and you know celebrating with Coach T and those people. I actually just saw him yesterday. He came to me and Joe Osborne's sons play against each other on uh, flag football, and Coach T came out to watch them play against each other. And and it's stuff like that that I you know that I think about when I think about playing. Is you know enjoying celebrating with my teammates and joking and just the locker room stuff that we did. It's just. I don't really, I mean, there's obviously highlights that I remember. I remember the 98 yard run. I get, I'll never be able to forget it. People keep reminding me of it <laughs> and looking at the uh, big screen, but that stuff doesn't stick out as much to me as, you know, just the fond memories I have. You know, like I remember sitting on the bench after the Pitt State game my senior year and Coach Boswick hugging me and telling me he loved me. And it's those things that stick out to me more than, you know, individual stats or individual plays. So
0: so many memories and so many relationships over the years. And you talk about meeting up with Coach T and, and Joel Osborne as your sons are out there playing this weekend. Could you have imagined, I mean, like you think back <laughs> 13, 14 years ago when you're at Northwest and you're, you're building those relationships and you know you and Joel are just a couple students at Northwest Missouri State. <laughs> now you guys have yeah. kids out there. You're playing against each other. I mean, it, how unbelievable is that?
1: Uh, it's awesome. I mean, I honestly, watching his, his team un- unfortunately beat our team, but – it was such an amazing going to be out there and see, you know, Joel's my quarterback, my senior year and, um, watching our kids do, you know, what we did a long time ago, but, you know, just seeing Joel and seeing the father that he's become and knowing the father that I am. it's just, I take a lot of pride in, in that way more than I ever do watching old film or, or seeing a highlight or talking about my old Bearcat staff. That's, that's something that I'll never, this raising my kids is something I can never, ever do again. Or, uh, so I'm just enjoying it so much, and it's it's awesome. Like you said, it's Coach T was out there, um, Bostwick was out there, and just a lot of people were out there just supporting our kids, and it was just it was awesome.
0: Well, as we go through, and, and I mentioned, we're kind of going through and finding some different games, some impactful games that uh, really set the tone for what Northwest Missouri State football is. Kind of pulling those from the last 20 years, and. A lot of good ones, a lot of close games, a lot of overtime football games, but one that wasn't necessarily as close to finish as a one-score game but was that first head-to-head meeting between Northwest and Shadron in the playoffs whenever you're, of course, the Northwest back, and then Danny Woodhead on the other side for Shadron State and, uh, and Harlan Hill winner there. If you kind of think back as a student athlete and you're going against a guy like that who did pull into Harlan Hill and a lot of people in Maryville believe that probably should have went to a different running back maybe in Division Two football, is that one that you remember much of, kind of going in of, man, I'm trying to set myself apart from this guy and show who the better back actually is?
1: Um, You know what, honestly, no. It sounds crazy. I met Danny, he actually, when he won the Harlan Hill, we were at the championship game, and he was there to, I guess, receive his award, and he came to my um, hotel room, and, you know, we sat and talked, and was, Danny's a great guy. Like, we had a great conversation, and we both obviously – had time in the NFL he had a longer career in the NFL and um he was he was awesome and he you know made the most of what he had but you know I don't look at that like it was do I if I really sat down and thought about it statistically that year and things should I have been yeah I could argue the case but we went to a championship game and he was out of the um <clears throat> he was out of the running for the championship in after we beat him and I think I would hope as a competitor and as an athlete that you care more about winning championships than you do individual uh, accolades. And I think him, just from the little bit that I did know of him, I think he would agree that he'd rather have been playing for a national championship game. So, yeah, it would have been nice to win it, of course, but I'm not, it's not, individual stuff get you nowhere. Um, that's what I'm trying to teach my kids is that it's always a team sport. I'll, as great as things that I did at Northwest, I'll always appreciate the Tom Pestocks and the Reed Kirby's and the Matt Nelson, you know, um, Kyle Duns and other people that blocked for me over the years that didn't get their names in the papers and they're not getting this phone call because their names aren't in the record books, but without those people, I would have never been the type of running back that I was or had the career that I had. So, as great as if, you know, if people were disappointed, I still have people tell me to this day, like, oh, you should have won it, but man, I got to play in three straight national championship games and I wouldn't, Other than winning those championship games, I wouldn't change it for the world.
0: That is tough to beat, tough to beat. But in two games against Shadron, more than 460 yards on the ground for Xavier Oman. You know, that previous football game in 06 against uh, Shadron State, uh, I think Danny only went for about 16, 17, 18 yards on the ground. Yep. It had to feel pretty good for you not having to go against Scott Boswick game planning for you, right? I mean, it seemed like he always kind of pulled out, pulled out all the stops regardless of whoever he was playing.
1: I had to go against Scott Boswick all <laughs> my <laughs> career, uh, practice, um, camp, all that stuff. So I knew what it was, and I knew how challenging it was. So
0: what they did against
1: um, Danny Woodhead in the first year, especially the first year, held him to like 16 or 17 yards, I wasn't surprised at all. And the players that we had, you know, the Jared Urshbaumers and the Dallas Flins and those players, you know, Dave Tolesans, all those people through the years that, you know, Coach Boswick did have, I knew what they were capable of doing because I dealt with them all the time, and uh, it wasn't surprising. Coach, <laughs> coach Bostwick was an awesome coach, and he was an even better person. And um, A lot of people don't know he's actually the one that recruited me to Northwest. So it, was, um, it wasn't surprising to see what he did to, those, to a lot of those players that he played against.
0: What were those recruiting visits like and those talks with Coach <laughs> Bostwick because he was getting you to come to Northwest?
1: You know, I just had this conversation yesterday, and I told somebody, I was like, he came to my, he actually came to watch me play basketball, and I'll never forget, I think we're playing Ralston from Omaha, and I, there was a, somebody shot it, and I jumped up, and I tipped it back in, but um, it was like, it looked like I dunked it, but I didn't dunk it. I never, I could dunk easily, but I never did, but when he got me to Northwest, he like, that was, like, our conversation, he's like, oh, I remember when I recruited you, and you, you know, you went up, and you dunked it, and I was, I was like, I never dunked it, but I was like, you know what, if you believe it, <laughs> I believe it, he just, that's the type of guy he was, he almost convinced me that I actually did dunk it, and he's just, that was just his personality, he was, he was very, um, <laughs> inspiring, he was a great coach, and even better man.
0: After you got to Northwest, you didn't go down the hallway to Coach Tatmire and knock on the door and say, hey, if you need someone to suit up. you know Joel's not the only football player that can play basketball.
1: <laughs> no, I, I thought about trying to go play basketball, but no, I was, I was good with my, my football career, I think.
0: I think I misspoke good. earlier. I think I said 05 to 08, you were suiting up. 04 to 07. Yep. But in 2004, you're, you had 24 rushing yards in the opener, 43 in the second game. So on the radar a little bit, people see this uh, running back out of Beatrice, Nebraska, out there, a young kid. Third game of the season against Central Missouri, you went for 221 yards and two touchdowns. Did that feel like a coming-out party as a young guy, kind of stepping up in an MIAA game?
1: Um, it, it definitely was. I, like I, one of my friends had actually uh, passed away. Uh, my friend Sam Spady had passed away um, in Colorado, and I had dedicated that game to her. And I felt like it was the first time that year that the coaches that really was like hey we're gonna we're gonna let you take the most of the carries and go behind you and see what you can do and it was a i think it was the game of the week the MIAA game of the week and it was the perfect situation to to do that and of course you know i had a lot of great players with me you know that jamaica rector um josh lamerson um joe love. These there's a lot of people that you know helped me do the things that i did so it was it was the perfect timing to come out and um, have the type of game that I had, uh, and it was definitely a, something I'll never forget.
0: As you're coming up in Beatrice and, and a young kid going through high school, are you looking at any specific players, whether it's a former Cornhusker or anybody in the NFL, and trying to model your football game after?
1: Um, when I was in Northwest, I, I really liked uh, Priest. Even though I hate the Chiefs, <laughs> I really liked <laughs> I really like Priest Holmes. I love that he was. I don't know. If And he kind of had that run where I think he might have got MVP. He had like a couple years where he was just amazing. But he was he could do a little bit of everything. Like he wasn't amazing at one thing. He could do just a little bit of everything. It was blocking, catching, running, you know, breaking tackles, outrunning people. He could just he just and I just always thought myself like that's the position I want to be in. I don't I don't necessarily want to be the greatest at one specific thing. I don't want to just be the fastest guy. But I want to be fast enough not to be caught. You know, I want to just take little things that I can, and, and he was somebody I definitely um, looked up to as a running back in my early years.
0: You hate the Chiefs, so what team do you go for?
1: I don't, you know, I'm, I don't even watch the NFL anymore. People are like, well, really? that's crazy. You played in the NFL? i like, no, nah, I just, it, NFL kind of takes the fun out of it, and, and i that's so why people. I tell people appreciate your college days because <laughs> you do get to it. It's a business. It's not. I just I watch it now because my son is super into it and he loves the Chiefs. He got a haircut and put a Chief in the back of his head and I'm like, oh my god, like, <laughs> whatever, dude. But I'm gonna support him whatever he wants to do. He's a Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill is his favorite player and I'm just, I'm gonna support him either way. So I'm not the biggest Chiefs fan, but I support my son and so that's all that matters.
0: Next week the Chiefs playing the Buffalo Bills, which the team drafted you in the 6th round. Are you gonna get your Bills jersey out for that game?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not That thing is I don't know where that thing is somewhere Somewhere stuffed in the closet somewhere, but um I I if my son wants to watch it, I'll probably watch it with him, but outside of that I really don't watch a lot of football. You know, I'm a big basketball fan. I watch NBA a lot of NBA.
0: So you're good with the Lakers winning the NBA Finals last night.
1: Yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say good with. I like. I'm not a. I'm not a. I respect him as a man, so I was happy for him, LeBron James. But I don't love him as a basketball player. But yeah, he deserved it. So I can't really can't knock the man. He had a. He's had a hell of a career, and uh, he's stayed out of trouble and he's done it the right way. And can't ask for can't ask for better than that.
0: And he's done a lot of good for a community as well. So yes, you're right. Definitely. You're right. All right, Xavier, before I let you go, on an M Club Hall of Fame, you've done a lot of great things, uh, wearing the green and white at Northwest, and and now getting a couple kids ready, eventually, to come up and uh, <laughs> win some championships for Northwest Missouri State as well. We have a big holiday coming up in a couple weeks, Halloween. What will we see Xavier Oman dressed as when those pictures pop up on Facebook?
1: <laughs> um, one year, I think last year we went as the Incredibles. I don't know yet. I'm <laughs> sure my kids will want to do some type of superhero this year, so it will be interesting i mean just because of the, co- the whole covid thing i'm hearing that we can't even go trick or treat uh, or anything so we'll see if my kids always want to dress up as something and we might be the jackson five sure except <laughs> for i won't i won't be the beaten dad <laughs> i won't be the mad dad i'll just i'll try to be the calm
0: jackson five that's good <laughs> that's good well <laughs> regardless trick-or-treat or not dress up have some fun so We appreciate the time, Xavier. Always great talking to you, and hope to see you back at Bearcat Stadium soon.
1: Awesome. Thanks for the call.
0: Thanks again to Xavier Oman for joining us on Bearcat Rewind, one of the best to ever do it in the green and white here at Northwest Missouri State. In case you've missed some of our episodes over the last few weeks, our guests have included former volleyball player Jenny Cruz, former Bearcat kicker Tommy Frevert, AD Andy Peterson, wide receiver Imani Donadel, and many more, so be sure to check those out. We appreciate Alex Kurt for producing our intro and outro music. We appreciate you listening to Bearcat Rewind. Please subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends about the podcast. I'm Matt Tritton. We will talk to you again next time.